Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, I'm Dr. Kim Duramo, and I want to welcome you to the Mind Body TV Chill Summer Series. We created this series to assist you moving through anxiety, stress, depression throughout the summer so you enjoy your summer, have as much freedom and well-being as possible. So I put together some of my favorite Mind Body TV episodes specifically addressing anxiety and depression. And if you would like to go further with this, we have created the Mind Body Solution for Anxiety and Depression as an option to go deeper. We've had immense success with this program with many individuals getting off medications for anxiety and depression. Um, and we have added, if you already own this particular program, you'll want to check it out again because we've added several bonuses right now. The link to purchase the program is at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. And we've added, I'm gonna just share some of the specifics because they're really, really powerful pieces we put in there as bonuses. So there is the audio for self-esteem to resolve loneliness, insecurity, and fear. This is a major sort of underlying energy that creates that sort of like background level, generalized anxiety and depression. The joy and freedom meditation, which is I've had so, so many people tell me that absolutely like gave them an up level in their baseline of joy, freedom, well-being. Um, so really powerful audio. Uh, an audio to release anxiety, fear, and stress. And another audio to release depression and fatigue. So these are all really powerful bonuses we put into the Mind Body Solution for anxiety and depression. It's really two programs in one. So check it out if you have struggled with anxiety and or depression. There's a couple other pieces I put in there that are massive. Uh, sleep has been found to be a major issue a lot of people are struggling with. So there's an audio for uh, enhancing sleep to awaken refreshed joyful and at peace. This is a way to like repattern your nervous system to do the work for you. So that's another bonus that's in the mind body solution for anxiety and depression. We also have a whole piece on how to use EFT for anxiety. This was massive for me. I've shared this with many um, younger adults who were experiencing severe anxiety who, you know, no longer needed therapy. They were able to reverse this, um, because they were able to do EFT tapping on themselves. Uh, breathing to end anxiety. And then there's a bonus call with the Mind Body Mentors. That's a recording that you'll have as well. So if you haven't checked out the Mind Body Solution for Anxiety and Depression, it's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. If you have, revisit it again because you're going to love these new bonuses that we put in. All right. Enjoy your episode for this week's Mind Body TV Chill Summer Series, and I'll see you in a bit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo, and I am, as always, very excited to be here and connecting with you live, or welcome also to those of you who are listening um, to the recording or the podcast. We have now officially started the um, Mind Body TV podcast, so you can go and subscribe at iTunes to receive all of the audios that we've done thus far. You're welcome to do that. I know we just hit number five, which is very exciting. Um, 
And for those of you who've been following for a while, um, I'm at drkimd.com, so you can certainly subscribe there to stay posted for the videos and things that I'm sharing. Today I'm going to share about anxiety. Is anxiety normal? And the reason I'm sharing this is because it has become the new normal. It's like, oh, I'm so anxious. Oh, I'm so anxious. Everyone is in so much anxiety. One of the things this creates, though, is that we're sort of braced against the idea that this is how it's supposed to be and how everyone else is functioning and what we should expect. So it kind of requires us to stay on guard and to stay in that state of anxiety and fear and watching out and make sure and be careful. This is not our natural state. I just had a conversation with my niece who is 17. The other day we went for a run together and she's been experiencing anxiety for years as have all of her friends and like almost everyone in her school. And I said, oh, this is a great topic for my next Mind Body TV podcast because is anxiety normal? And she said, yes. And I was like, oh my goodness, no. The whole point is like, this is not actually normal. It's just something we become so ingrained in. So if you're experiencing anxiety and you feel like it's come to be your normal state of being or that you're constantly having to do things to manage your anxiety as opposed to being able to be totally free from it, stay tuned because there's a lot of insight you may receive from this episode. Welcome to Nicole, Erica, Elaine, Randy, Tori. I see some new people out here. It's always wonderful to have people. I love hearing where you're um, tuning in from, so certainly share that. And then share with me, have you experienced anxiety? And I think for a lot of people it's a big fat yes, even if it's only a small percentage of the time. Um, and what has that been like for you? Or what have you tried to do to come out of anxiety? Many of you are aware that I, in my younger years, suffered terribly from really severe anxiety and panic attacks and quote-unquote panic disorder. This was at a time before we really had words for it. So unlike my niece, who's surrounded by all kinds of people who were expressing their anxiety or sharing their woes about their anxiety, I knew not one. And I didn't even know that I quote unquote had anxiety or panic disorder for years after struggling and suffering with this. I thought maybe I'm possessed by the devil. I had no idea what was going on. But the only um, context I had spiritually was being having been raised Catholic. So what other reason would there be for a bad thing happening to you but that you did something really bad and now you're possessed by the devil? I don't know. That was just me maybe, but that's exactly what I thought was going on. So I would like incessantly pray in my mind over and over. It was a mantra. I didn't know it was a mantra. I didn't know what a mantra was, but it would actually bring some stillness, just the repetitive prayer over and over and over when I felt anxious. The thing, though, was when I told anybody about what was going on, I just kept getting diagnosed with more and more and more disorder. So now they diagnose me with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, where you constantly have to repeat things over and over and over or constantly have to do things over and over and over to align your nervous system back to harmony. I didn't know that's what I was doing, but um, hey, there and I got diagnosed with OCD and they try to treat that. It just seemed like everything was um, getting compiled and a lot of us can learn to manage our anxiety this way. We don't need to live this way, however. The truth is our normal state is one of harmony, is one of ease, is one of pure love. 
so why is there so much about oh it's just human nature to behave this bad way or it's just human nature to be suspicious it's just human nature to do these bad terrible things to other people it's just human nature to be in fear. It's not human nature to distrust others, to do things that are harmful for us, to lie or to cheat, to harm another person. It's what happens when we're in fear. Just like an animal, if an animal is cornered into fear, it's gonna fight or flee. It's gonna run away and get the heck out of there, no questions asked, or it's gonna fight and attack. And so everyone around you who are also in so much fear are doing some version of this, fight, flee or freeze, where we just clam up and shut everything down. And for a lot of us suffering, um, for a lot of people who have suffered with chronic illness, that can be what's happening in your body. So you're in some state of fight, flight, or freeze from this anxiety pattern. So how do we get beyond it if everyone around us is in fear and we really do think we need to protect ourselves from them? Because that's also animal nature. Like when they sense someone in fear, you know how they say the dog, a dog can always smell. They can smell your fear and they'll attack you. <laughs> so then that's something to fear, right? Because, oh my God, they're going to smell my fear. So something bad's going to happen. So I'm in more fear. Well, the truth is there's nothing to fear but fear itself. The fear itself actually causes the problem. There isn't actually something bad that will happen if you release the fear and revert to your nature of harmony and ease. And here's why. The antidote for fear, for yourself, for everyone around you, for all these bad things that seem like they're about to happen, is actually a state of love. So take a deep breath. Relax your body. And just breathe out that fear, even just 2%. Even just, all right, shoulders. Shake yourself out, shake your neck out, relax your shoulders. Even just that alone, release, release some of the fear from your body. And just that alone makes more space for harmony. And that's what happens when you come into the alignment with love. Now, your chemistry and physiology and cells come into greater health. And everyone and everything around you can begin to respond differently. So if that animal senses your fear, but then you just relax, something different can happen. There can be a different exchange. If there's an animal in fear and you don't want it to attack you and you just relax your body and release your own fear, that animal can come into greater harmony as well. It smells the fear or it senses that you're not a threat. It can sense that you are in harmony and that all is well. So it can release its fight or flight stance. This is why it's so powerful if you're interacting with other people in your world, which who isn't, that you begin to allow your internal state to guide what's happening instead of your mind. You can change the dynamic of interaction with that other person and invite them into greater harmony. And oh, by the way, your body can come into greater harmony and heal when you practice this. So take a few deep breaths. Let your body release any fear, like shake it out physically. Shake your arms, shake your legs. Take a big deep breath out. And then just relax and breathe normally and just feel your body. Erica says, for years, I just thought I was, quote, high energy. Yeah, me too. I didn't realize this was actually anxiety until many years of mindful practice. 
I am highly sensitive and have experienced long-term fight and flight mode in my body. So for so many of us, or maybe all of us who are tuning in to this work, we are um, highly sensitive beings. And I did a video about this a couple weeks back. It's on my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. And as highly sensitive beings, we're actually really here to be highly aware beings and highly evolved beings so that we can allow what we're aware of, what we're sensitive to, to guide us in our way, to guide us in our choices, to guide us in our being. The body does not like when we're in that state of fear, so it pulls up all this tension and tenses down. This blocks health, it blocks harmony. Laura says, yoga saved my life. Thank God for this practice that keeps me grounded when life is crazy, yoga is constant. Tammy says hello and thanks for these live videos. You're very welcome. Okay, and Gail is saying, are you meaning to say that fear is an energy that's stuck or so to speak? So fear is actually, it can be stuck if we're not willing to let it move, like we just kind of clamp down and try to suppress it. An awesome example of this is in the movie Frozen, the Disney movie, where Elsa, she's certainly a highly sensitive being and she has these amazing powers but what she realizes is um she got to suppress them she's got to keep them under control they're not safe it's not okay so she does all these things to try to control her emotions and what does that create it creates more fear and more tension and more out of control emotions flying everywhere so when she finally learns at the end because they said it will take an act of true love um, she learns, oh, love, love is what will bring this into harmony. Love is what will give me that sense of ease and fluidity with this power. When our emotions are out of control, like, you know, the freezing crystals are just like flying everywhere and all kinds of destructive things are happening. She thinks I'm wrong and bad. I've got to control myself. And so it creates more fear. When she's able to embrace love, she can allow her emotions to flow. So Love is not, okay, now I'm in this state of love, I don't feel anger. I'm in this state of love, I don't feel fear. I'm in this state of love, I don't feel, you know, fill in the blank. When I'm in this state of love, I can allow the flow of all of my emotions. I can allow, maybe there's some fear. Okay, I've witnessed this. I breathe in, I breathe out. Maybe there's anger. Okay, I witness this, I allow this, I invite this. I will allow myself to express this. And then I can breathe in and breathe out and we may feel inspired to express anger like ah or like shake your body out or do something to let the energy move animals do this all the time you see two little um, geese floating on the top of the lake and they get into a little squabble and then they come out of it and and they shake it off and you see them just release you know, the energy out of their body, like flap their feathers a little, and then shoo, serenely coasting along the surface of the lake. They're not carrying it with them. They're not holding a grudge. They're not bracing for the next thing that might happen. Of, oh, wait a minute. If I do this next time, yeah, I'm not going to let that guy get me. But we tend to live in our mind, and we do exactly that. So we keep this energy going. Vicky says, I was taking anxiety pills, which I didn't want to take in the first place. Three days after taking them, it gave me more anxiety and left me shaking, sh shakiness on my mouth. I smile and the nerves shake. I'm scared I would be like this forever now. And yes, I stopped the medication. Yeah, so good for you. If it's not a fit, okay. I was in the same boat many years back when I just kept getting medicated for all of these different things I was experiencing. Now, being, being a highly sensitive person, especially without guidance, it created fear 
all the time. I could feel this, I could feel that, I could hear people think, I could feel everything around me. And I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know how to handle that. And so of course it created fear. It doesn't mean it has to be a scary experience. It doesn't even mean it's a bad or negative experience. Certainly I'm in more fluidity with that now and actually using it um, as a gift and using it to assist others in really beautiful ways. But back then it was like, this is what's wrong about me. Okay, we need to medicate this. This is bad, we gotta shut this down. So I would invite you um, to begin to let yourself know what you know and ask it to guide you. Randy says, I've had so much more release in the past few months and in the last week alone have felt a greater sense more of more consistent harmony in my body and mind. But there's still a lot of anxiety around my procrastination and not getting my business going as well as that there has gotten so much more extreme. Oh, the hair loss has gotten so much more extreme. Even though I've been working with this great functional medicine doctor that's been helping me with hormonal issues and Hashimoto's, it's heartbreaking to have so little hair left, yet I know my anxiety over that maybe an invitation to release something I'm not seeing. One of the things that I've seen, especially from some of your posts in the past, um, and I'm gonna create a video about this with the masculine and feminine energies that we can be in, when we're trying to approach life in the masculine, which is doing and outer and achieving and productivity, um, we're not always making space for receiving. And this is where healing happens, is in the feminine the inner, the unknown, the unseen. And so certainly the work that you're inspired to move into, like for so many of us, is something that requires us to be present to a deeper aspect of self. It's not gonna come from the doing that we've adapted to that's all about achieving and conquering. It's gonna come more from the receiving and who you are expanding to be. So when you're being um, going into fear around quote unquote, my procrastination and not getting my business going, it comes from this conclusion that I should be doing more. It should look like this. I should be getting these things done. It should have, I should be making money. Um, and all kinds of ideas that are really based in conclusion and in the masculine. You will get into action, but it requires, it's like 99.9% .9 of what's required is more of the feminine and the receiving and the stillness. Um, I know for those of you in the Embracing Health program and the upcoming Be the Medicine program, there's a lot about this cycle of creation, the four cycles of creation. The very first one is receiving. For me, it was huge. I wanted to get out there and share my message and be this thing and hey, here you go. But I wasn't actually ready internally to be the one who could share that. Now, it's not the information I'm sharing. It's who I'm being that is what invites others into their wholeness. It's not the words or the methods or you know the tools, it's who I'm being. So I could be sharing those tools all day long and people do, they, they share all kinds of, hey, heal your body fast, 10 steps to heal your body now. Great, but if they aren't embodying the essence of what they're sharing, it doesn't actually get transmitted. And then there are people who can just share, like Matt Kahn just stands up and talks about what he talks about. Or if I share a video and it really speaks to someone's heart, by embodying my own inner alignment, it imparts something, it allows something to happen. And certainly this is true for so many of us. Um, that's why we are bringing the Be The Medicine course out again in September. Um, so many of us are inspired to bring healing work, to bring assistance of a healing nature to other people.
And so when we can tap our own guidance, we can allow the business to grow itself instead of I've got to do it and I've got to grow it and I've got to be this. Yeah, it might be a couple years before the work actually comes through like the sprout breaking through the ground, but you're still going to the spot and watering it every single day, every single day, every single day. It took decades for me to go from where I was and living in this anxiety and panic and fear to begin to cultivate that experience of being a highly aware being and allow it to guide me and allow myself to know what I knew and not have it be so scary. So I would invite you to give yourself a huge break and I wonder what that would do for your hair. When you feel like oh, I'm pulling my hair out or when you're so stressed out your hair is falling out. It's, um, it's like a match between the heart and the mind where there's so much energy coming through the heart. We are ready to be this amazing expanded being but then we're living in these conclusions in the mind of this is who I am, this is how it has to look, this is who I need to be, will others accept me, what will they say, this is how they need to meet me to be, this is how they need to hear it, and I'm trying to do it from this mind space. What's coming through is like, it's almost like gonna fry your circuitry because it's such a high frequency of pure love and wisdom and inspiration that's ready to come through your work, but then you're in this head space of what you think it's supposed to look like. So that could go a long way for what's happening with your hair. Elaine says, thank you for this. I'm in Half Moon Bay, BC, Canada. I love BC. I've suffered with anxiety for five years. It's ramped up lately. I meditate, listen to Tara Brack a lot. I've had trouble getting over the past four or five weeks. I'm taking some medication, but at a very low dose. It's not helping at all. Um, I am going to listen carefully to your advice today. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Gail says, how do you get into this state of pure love so easily? For me, it took a lot of practice. Nicole says, I'm already crying. Ha ha. Perul says, hello. So Gail, it took a lot of practice and it took a lot of commitment to be willing to feel my fear instead of try to suppress it took great courage. I understood that it would create this expansion I was looking for, but I didn't know how to do it. I had mentorship. And I tried finding anybody to help me. But until I had a mentor who embodied that state of neutrality, nothing really changed. For me, it was Sylvie Olivier of Golden Heart Wisdom. She's incredible and inspired, and she's such a blessing. And until I was ready to receive that, I wouldn't have even been able to hear her. It would be just some other fluffy, airy-fairy thing, like, yeah, 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 give me the real thing. I need someone who really gets it. And I, I know that's what's happened for me as well. I used to kind of think, oh no, I can't share just so easily and effortless from my, from my heart because that will just be airy-fairy and fluffy and people won't get it. I didn't understand <laughs> how this harmonic really works, that people could just feel me when I'm in my state of ease and it didn't even matter what I was saying. But that vice versa, as I was trying to say the right thing and reach the right people and do it the quote unquote right way, no one could feel me because I wasn't in my alignment. So for me, it took a lot of practice and it took the willingness to receive mentorship that maybe didn't totally make sense to me, but that I was starting to get. Like when I was ready for Sylvie, it clicked and I was like, oh boy, this is exactly what I need most. I know this will contribute to me in unthinkable ways. 
And through that, I was able to let go of all the stuff I was doing that was really about fixing myself or I don't want to feel this anxiety. So, oh, this will make it better. This will make it better. And avoid and really enter something that allowed me to embrace. So, you know, that's one of the most helpful things is connecting with people who are in a frequency of harmony that's greater than my own. That always brings me into a greater state of harmony within myself. And that is where my healing comes from. That's where all of our healing comes from. Rich says, so I eat and live very organic, but I've not been able to kick the smoking habit. Quitting smoking is the one thing that caused me anxiety. Really researching how to beat that so I can get over that. Okay, beautiful. And I'm so glad you asked this. If we could, instead of trying to get over a habit or willpower through it, or this is wrong, I shouldn't do it anymore, how can I be there? It's not going to work. The only thing that can allow us to release anything, whether it's a relationship or a person or a job or a habit or extra weight, whatever, a disease, the only thing that can allow us to release that is to begin to exist in a harmonic that is higher. So a harmonic of greater self-love, a harmonic of greater self-compassion, a harmonic of greater acceptance is above the harmonic that drives us to do self-destructive things. When I make the behavior or the relationship or the thing wrong, I'm in a self-destructive harmonic. I'm in a harmonic of shame or frustration or anger and fighting against. That's why my program is called Embracing Health, not let's go out and make it happen health. When we embrace whatever it is more fully, that which is not our true nature dissolves, and that which is our true nature is strengthened. So if you remember, my true nature is one of pure love, freedom, joy, harmony, and ease. I fully embrace this destructive habit, and I allow it to be here as long as it's ready to be here. So just breathe that in. It's okay. I'm just going to smoke the rest of my life. I'm going to eat, for anybody else with habits, I'm going to eat the, the whole chocolate cake. I'm going to stay in this destructive relationship. I'm going to self-sabotage like the best of them. I breathe in. I breathe out. Just that alone brings you into a higher harmonic, just that alone. Now I get that the mind will say, but if I embrace this, I'm just gonna smoke all day long. And it's a lie, it's a lie. That lie can keep you in fear for decades and can keep you in self-destruction and I'm still smoking for decades. But when you're ready to really look at it and just question it, huh, is that true, I wonder? What if it could be that simple? If I just really embrace the heck out of smoking, like, all right, Kim, you wanna have as many cigarettes as you want? I'm just gonna smoke them until the cows come home. I know because I've practiced this. I was told many years ago that I had an addictive personality, and I thought it was true. I was like super into running. Running was my reprieve from anxiety. It actually would bliss you know, my body out. I would get into a zen state. It was great. And someone said, well, you have an addictive personality. Like, oh God, this is a problem. I've got an addictive personality. And so I remember one time I was invited to have um, hot dogs with my then husband. And I used to always, no, 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 I have to eat healthy, I have to eat healthy. And I was like, all right, you know what? Screw it. Just let it go. Go with the flow. Because I could feel the resistance of resisting. No, 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 I can't do that thing. And I was like, I'm just willing to go with it. And I had that hot dog. It was like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. 
in Atlanta, and it was one of the best hot dogs I've ever had. I've been into that hot dog, and it was so incredibly delicious and such an amazing experience. My first, well, my first thought was how blissed out I was. The second thought was, oh my gosh, I'm going to eat hot dogs all the time and be addicted to hot dogs and never stop eating hot dogs. And then my next thought was, all right, I'm just going to let that one go. It was the only hot dog I've ever had. I don't even remember ever having a hot dog after that. Like, it wasn't true. It wasn't true that I was this addict and if I had this um, superlative experience that I was going to have to have it again and again and again, even though it was destroying me. It wasn't even true. But when I was willing to just be an allowance of it, it the truth about me came through. And the truth is, I love to nurture my body. I'll nurture my body with delicious organic food, or if that's not available, with whatever comes my way, it's okay. So practice with that. If I love myself more for doing this destructive thing, watch and see what happens. Greg says, I've researched anxiety, and most say you have to live with it for the rest of your life. Right. That is what most people say. Blessings to you. Um, yes. Is there any more questions? So I'm going to kind of look through some of these, but... Um, Tammy says, these are always helping me to see more clearly. Thank you. It, it, it's the most important thing, and I had a, um, a private session with someone this morning, and this is exactly what came up, that she could learn to trust her body. If you would remember, if you would remember that your nature is true freedom, harmony, and ease, that is your nature. It cannot be changed. When you embrace what is, Everything that's not aligned with your nature will fall away. Everything that is aligned with your nature will be strengthened. So there really is nothing to fear. Not so easy to always remember when there's this like perceived threat. But if we just practice little by little by little, okay, what if I allow this to be easy? What if nothing these people are saying is true? You just have to live with it. You're going to have anxiety for the rest of your life. What if that weren't true? And just breathe that in and just allow yourself to drink in the possibility of what would be true if the opposite, what would it be like if the opposite were true? What would it be like if the opposite were true? If it was effortless for me to return to my true nature of ease and harmony. Oh, I'm immediately relaxed. Oh, I'm immediately at ease. I immediately feel better. Can I let myself bask in that? Because that is exactly the magic tincture that allows your body to heal. I can be found at drkimd.com. Certainly you're welcome to subscribe there and subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm always sharing insights that come through. Um, I am applying these in my life every day. Does fear come up? Heck yes. I'm not living in some constant state of um, total bliss. However, the moments are the 2%. The moments of fear, the moments of anxiety, the moments of pain, resistance, anger, frustration, where I get stuck are the 2%. And it's beautiful, and I can just let myself have them. I used to think I've got to be 100%. I've got to be 100%. Or who am I to share anything with anybody? I've got to be this perfection. And that's a total lie, too. <laughs> and I don't need it to ever get that way. It'd be nice. And I do... I do know somewhere that it is in store for all of us that we will come into that harmonic, but I don't need it to happen right now. And I don't really need it to happen ever. I'm totally at ease with the mix 
of how things are right now. I can paint with all the colors. I can express all of the passions I have and the frustration and fear and whatever and know that I am on board for myself. Life is on board for me to be kind and gentle and generous with me so that I can move beyond them easily and effortlessly and so that I always have what I need to do so. So I am sending you all of my love. Someone posted um, Golden Heart Wisdom. That is Sylvia Olivier. She is beautiful. She's now doing some work in English, so you can tune into her videos as well. And like I said, I, I couldn't really hear her in the beginning. It was like, what? I get the same thing now where people are like, what are you talking about? They can't really hear me. And they may get really angry or really upset or kind of throw tomatoes my way. And I, I embrace them because I understand what it's like. And what happens when we're in fear, this is the other thing I wanted to, glad I remembered, um, to, to note in this um, segment is when we're in fear, everything we think and perceive is an altered sense of reality. It's not the true truth. Um, when we're in fear, we hear everything as a threat. Even this video, oh, some chir chipper blonde girl telling me just let go of my fear, what the heck does she know, um, can feel like a threat. And so you don't hear the message of love, you hear the, the wrongness. She's telling me I'm wrong for having anxiety. I have a real disease. Um, if you would like an example of this, I did a video um, a few months back on chronic fatigue syndrome. And it's gotten more hate mail than any of the videos I've done, all of the videos I've done combined, all of them. And the reason is that um, when we're in that state of chronic fatigue syndrome, it's a really low frequency. I was there I, I, in that state where I moved through that. And we can judge that and make that wrong. And of course, really resist it. I gotta get out of this. I don't wanna feel this way. And chronic fatigue syndrome requires a huge amount of compassion. Now, when I shared the video, it's basically what I said, but people heard, oh, you're telling me I don't have a real disease. You're telling me if I just have compassion, this will go away. Let me tell you, there's biomarkers. There's physical things happening. This is real. And there's nothing that I would ever say that would be along the lines of that isn't real. It is real. I had the same thing. I had 8 million food allergies and my body was inflamed to everything and I was reactive and sick as heck. Um, and it was real. Of course it was physical. And at the same time, it required that I release my own inner battle or um, inner kind of uh, resistance, resisting the saboteur, resisting these lower frequencies in order to allow in something higher, in order to let, allow the healing to happen. So if you are listening to some of these videos or some of the ones um, from Sylvie and you're like, this is really fluffy, I don't get it. It's okay, revisit it in six months because you will be in a different frequency yourself as you begin to um, tune into the things that are a fit for you and let life unfold for you. Um, so I certainly welcome that. Uh, Brenda says, everything makes so much more sense when you share how you experience life and use these tools. Thank you. I know. I actually have really um, invited myself to do that more. I think it wasn't so natural, but I'm like practicing my way into like being more transparent, being more um, in my pain, like speaking from my pain instead of speaking from oh, now I'm free from pain and everything's great, because that's not the whole picture. There is, um, there's so much pain that I can experience. I just experience it now with a great appreciation and great compassion 
for that one in me who's coming up to be heard in that moment, in that day. And so it can move in 10 seconds or 10 minutes and not 10 days or 10 weeks. It, it can move really smoothly and quickly. So it was really through embracing these parts of me. And of course, that is what allows the physical expression in your body to be harmonic. So thank you all for these uh, comments and lots of love to everyone who listens to the um, recording and to the podcast. We'll get that up very soon. Um, someone is saying, Chrissy says, I love how you're talking about negative reactions to positive forward movement. I used to feel similar ways. Like, how is this possible? The more I listen to you, the more I get it. Amen. Thank you, sister. Um, I am so blessed to have everyone here. I'm still out east right now. We're visiting family and I'll be back. We are going to be still traveling for like three or two or three more weeks. So um, I'll be tuning in on my travels for these weekly Mind Body TVs. Actually, oh, I'm so glad I remembered. Next week we are live. I'm going to be in the Boston area in Linfield and Market Street. It's a huge, beautiful shopping plaza called Market Street. If any of you are local to the Boston area, you are invited to join me next week live at one o'clock Eastern. It's um, 10 a.m. Pacific. But for those of you who are on Eastern time out here and you'd like to join me, I'll be at the Athleta in Market Street in Linfield. We'll send an email about that as well. It's at Athleta. We're going to do this as a live event to talk about um, body image and how you feel about your body and how more love for your body, your physical body, equates to more health, opens you up to more health. So for anyone who's interested in that, join me live and, you know, physically. And for those of you who are wanting to tune in, tune in. It will be very exciting as we really delve into how the physical body responds to your loving attention and how this creates health on every level. So much love and blessings. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.